When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of Crypto Bros. I'm your host, Jason Madison. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris Epps. Waiting on Mike right now. But we got a special guest in here, y'all. Crypto Bay J has joined us on the five. What up? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I'm Crypto Bay J. Um, I am a crypto educator and entity evangelista, and I'm very excited to talk to you guys today. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna have to use those NFT powers against uh, Mike when he comes in. Okay, <laughs> I'm down. Mike I'm is. ready. Yeah, Mike he buys NFTs, but he fudges them to the ground. Exactly. Oh. He's bought NFTs. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a hater. He's, he's one, one of those believers, non-believers. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I am as well. But let's address the elephant in the room, y'all. Uh, are we back in the bull market? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, the elephant in the room, we got my man SBF, Sam Bakeman Freed, the liquidator extraordinaire. Is he buying BlockFi for $25 million? Basically, pennies on the dollar. It's like giving a bum dollar outside of 7-Eleven. You know, he's he's bailing out the whole crypto industry. Uh, what do you guys think is of the the new titan of the crypto space? He's uh, he's in the runnings for Senate or whatever he's trying to do next. You know, next four years. That's for sure. Yeah, feels like he's uh, you know making sure he's coddling up to everyone in Washington and making the same moves. Shit, he's moving just like them in preparation and funding them. Right, so. Fun, funding the Democrats, moving with them, mm-hmm. you know, buying his own partners uh, right. out, you know, at negative eighty five percent. Right, uh, it's pretty interesting. I don't know. Yeah, he's. I, don't know. He, I want to get sponsored by FTX, so I'm not going to get too hard. Right, and I mean, he seems, you know, he he's definitely a guy that's on the spectrum, um, and he seems to be doing things with the uh, altruistic you know, thought process or feeling or emotion behind it. You know, he wants to give away a lot of his wealth. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of the moves he's seeming to make or making are kind of helping sustain the crypto industry at large right now as everybody uh, realizes how levered and leveraged the whole community was. 
over leveraged over leveraged (laughs) (laughs) especially the guys up top uh they were taking your money that you were leveraging and they were leveraging it even harder so um yeah and it wasn't your money it was your leveraged yeah your leverage 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 yeah Yeah, exactly they were taking your leverage and over leveraging that and and sam was just liquidating everybody whenever the market swung whichever direction ftx just collected all the coins and that's what makes you know him who he is he decided to play the house and it feels like the other guys should have right because they were still getting a steal by being the lending service and having people stake and yield like they were making money hand over fist but they were in person they got greedy (laughs) they got greedy Mm -hmm. (laughs) they got super greedy yeah they were they were really believing the the bs of the super cycle and uh drinking their own kool-aid and sam was like aren't we here to do math yeah (laughs) that's what he's basically looking like i thought we were just here doing math guys y'all was doing something else but you know when you are the house you you know you can pull the trigger at any point in time yeah Mm -hmm. and like they kind of like he kind of made DeFi work because he made all the quick like that's one thing when you said he liquidated everyone every time yeah every time a new DeFi thing came out on DeFi summer it was like uh alameda like putting in funds into all these things that are now dead or deflated mm-hmm. and they would make the yield farms, you know, liquid and then sell the coins while we were all trying to hold them to infinity. Right. So he would arb everything, everyone, every side of the market. Yeah. Every side of the, he was, he was getting the, you He's know, so smart. the smart dealers, team. the gamblers, the, the people, the alcoholics, everybody <laughs> who came in a casino, he was like, yeah, just put it in the bag. Yeah. What, what what does it take to to be able to to be in that position to be able to get money from all sides of the coin? You gotta be like he like Marty Bird if y'all watch Ozarks. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it's also yeah where he came from too. Like his family came from money. He was like that's what he was doing. He's been doing this forever. And so right. from what poker, right? Or like he was playing poker online yeah. in college or some shit while he was learning about investment banking right I, mm-hmm. I don't remember i listened to the like his little mini biography on a podcast once yeah and uh yeah, he, yeah. he's sitting he's sweating right now he's playing like he's not talking to anyone he doesn't talk oh yeah he's quietest in the room that's what i was gonna say earlier right that's the that's the sign he's the quietest in the bull and in the bear he doesn't say shit right either way yeah. sign too he only pops out he just he just makes moves. He doesn't have to say anything. Yeah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> that. Those are his his messages. He's, yeah, he's, you see on TV. Right. Um, hmm. Yeah. No, I I thought it was just an interesting headline and in that you know he's becoming more of a name in the space in terms of like the media is like starting to push his name. You know, we've known about him for a while now, but I starting to you know see that that shift, um, like. Like you said, Chris, there's definitely probably some politics in there that he's trying to be, you know, more known in that regard. Um, so, yeah, so everything's going to be FTX soon. They're going to own all the sports leagues. <laughs> They're going to own all of everything. They're going to have their patch, their logo everywhere, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see how his, you know, 
he's basically in a way the new Bezos, the new Elon, how that new person, the new Steve Jobs, how that person who has all the money and is garnering attention for having all the money, how does that person relate to the world and you know, mold it in their view when they when they get on that seat of power. Um so yeah. Interesting stuff going on, guys. So so with that, we got uh the, the stock market is still <laughs> still down, still tanking. Mm-hmm. Um crypto is still down. We got Ethereum is eleven hundred, Bitcoin is flirting with twenty. Um but are people still buying NFTs? Are NFTs dead? NFTs are not dead. Yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> it's, but people are still buying them. They're getting really great deals. Um, yeah. I don't think there's a lot of excitement, you know, right, right, right now. I feel like a lot of people are tucking their tails and, um, and you know, like my my group chat, my NFT group chat ain't popping. It's quiet. It's quiet <laughs> it in the group quiet. chat. <laughs> yeah, it's very quiet in yeah. the group chat. Um, like it's just crickets in yeah. the group chat. Now that I think about it, but yeah. um, I see but, some steals though. See that this is the thing. So I look. I don't know if you look at OpenSea a lot, and you look at like the rankings and things like that. Mm-hmm, but I check I that. I check that every day, pretty much like how I used to check Nike talk or not nah, right. Like, it's just like, okay, what's going on? What's the numbers? Who's doing what? And, you know, like, I'm kind of interested in a few projects. I like the clone X. I like um, the invisible friends, mm-hmm. uh, cool cats. Mm-hmm. You know, like those are the ones I look at every day, you know, and obviously like the big ones, apes and all and the punks and all that. Mm-hmm. But, but it's interesting to see, what how that's moving right now because they're, they're kind of that that three hundred thousand six hundred thousand dollar punk is not worth what you know what i'm saying it was a couple months ago and so i'm like is now a time to buy these certain whatever one you like yeah whatever project mm-hmm. you like are we still waiting on a bottom because i'm looking at a cool cat for four eth right now or 4.3 eth and i'm like yeah like four thousand dollars. I'm like, yeah, I'm like forty three hundred for a cool cat. I'm well, like, it could go to two thousand dollars. Right, right. <laughs> yes, it's you're. It's basically you know just gotta kind of just do it right now. That's, I don't know. Like, right I don't now, know. it feels like all of things that all of the things that are blue chips, quote unquote, or things mm-hmm. that are blue chips, are pretty fine. Our blocks is having a volume pump. I have to listen to this looks rare podcast later. Yeah, I saw them talking about it, and me and my friends are noticing it. And my, the two or three guys in my NFT chat out of the twenty five, are still talking mm-hmm. <laughs> about our blocks. Yeah, and our bots are watching them pick them up. Yeah. So there's a few things going. Like, punks just got acquired by, uh, uh, you know, BAYC. So they have some a good reason to buy them, even though they're kind of like the right. old man of nfts now or the definitely the grandpa yeah and, grandpa's yeah, yeah. Of NFTs. yeah which kind of sucks because they are the og or one yeah. of the ogs yeah mm-hmm. I, I, no, think definitely. I think right now buying things like that that are making you question should i be buying this is probably a good time to buy it yeah mm-hmm. that's usually what it, that's usually how i feel like that's every time i question it and i have the money and i don't do it it, it always goes up every but time. i feel every- I feel you though on the two going to two thousand because that's what I'm that's 
that's the target. But we, it's gonna do it maybe, but usually it'll be like a you know because thing. You because no, nah, because I feel like ETH is gonna continue to drop. Like ETH and yeah. Bitcoin haven't. I just feel like they haven't bottomed. I feel like there has to be one other little bottom, like you know, for a week or two, and then whatever. Who knows? I don't know. How do you everybody, deal with everybody uh, says V shaped curve too? Like Jay, how do you deal with people with their with their price questions? Do you give price stuff? Or are you like I'm not gonna. Oh, what? Jason or Crypto Bay J? Yeah, yeah. No, no, sorry. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Um, As far as like when they should buy, you know, it's really, it's a really touchy subject. The thing is, it's a touchy subject because everyone has like a different investment strategy, like what makes them feel comfortable. Some people, I like to go with my gut, you know, Mm -hmm. other people like to look at, analytic right some people like to use a combination of both i just like what you were saying like um like basically like you can get greedy trying to guess the bottom right so if you if you can be more analytical and say listen like I'm getting a great fucking deal. It's 50% off or it's 60% off. Like you have to choose to be okay with that. Right, Even right. If it goes down further. Right. That to be disciplined. Like if it goes between, you know, anything less over 75% or 75% off, you know, like I'm going to buy and then I can't be set. You you got to yeah. let it go. Yeah, you, you know? got to let it go after the purchase for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I never trip like when I, whenever I buy a coin or like, it, you know, I never really, I bought what, three NFTs. I minted three NFTs and um, that weren't mine. And then like I sold one, but whatever it is, when it comes to crypto, like I never really think twice. If I, if I decide to buy the thing and I, you know, after I buy it, I never feel buyer's remorse. I'm just like, I got it, whatever, like whatever happens, like, you know, and especially if it's something I fuck with, like if like Bitcoin or Ethereum or anything like that, it's like, I'll watch this shit go to zero. Like I'll hold on to that, you That's know, because mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're fucking betting fucking parlays on your, your fucking <laughs> coins. So you're fine with buying tokens because you're, you you doing something else with it. It's sorry. a use, it's a useful service. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like Bitcoin, yeah. people say Bitcoin so doesn't doing? have Bitcoin doesn't have any use. So he's, like a lot of bet Bovado.com like, hit us up for a sponsorship or stake.com. He's he's gambling. <laughs> a lot yeah. of gambling websites um ask you to swap your money out in Bitcoin. Um, oh, okay. Like and, sports? Yeah, sports gambling. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that, um, so yeah, that makes Bitcoin useful right there in and of itself. It's internet money, it's the best internet money. So it's like, if you think about it in terms of that, like, it's an easy win to me. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not Michael mm-hmm. Saylor, which people are like trying to clown him now. Um, <laughs> he bought back. He bought some more, bro. At the wrong he's still, time. He's again. still liquid. He still has money. You can't say no. The fact that he dying. still has like 10, 10 million still to buy more than Bitcoin. Just like yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, like no, the fact that he has people who are, who are enabling that behavior, like kudos to him. You know, Black like you want. I can't buy ten million with a Bitcoin right now. Exactly. So, exactly. That'd so, be nice. No, he's he really put his nuts on the table. With his big Bitcoin maximalism, um, for sure. Yeah. You, you are you guys not fans of Bitcoin here? Oh no, no, no I love no, no. I love Bitcoin. 
Okay. No, we were just yeah. talking about how, I mean, you know, it's a lot of people are giving him shit. Like, I see it. I still see it constantly. People making fun of people like Michael Saylor or Raw Paul. I feel like those guys are not, they don't, you don't have any basis to flood them or make fun of them or call them out for any trades or stuff they said. Like, you know, the Doquan stuff, that's a whole different story of like, all right, you can, he's open to whatever shots you got. Yeah. But yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like Michael Saylor is, you know, he's still all most of the guys that I feel like we talk about, like like Raw Paul or Michael, like we up or give kudos to, are probably going to be laughing to the bank still in the next five to 10 years. Right. They Everybody. will, but they could have been laughing at the bank five years ago. Yeah. Right. That's what people, <laughs> that's what people clown Michael Saylor for. They say he's the worst trader because he bought at the top. Like he's one of the worst traders of all time. Double down all the way down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, I feel people for you know, it's like, of course, you can clown anybody in the spotlight, you know, but mm-hmm. it's still that he doubled down on something that he really believes in. So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter, like you guys can make the jokes now, but when he wins the Super Bowl, it's like then you get gotta shut the fuck up. Like mm-hmm. it's like he's like the Draymond Green of crypto. It's like it's That's annoying. funny. <laughs> annoying, but he's still he's gonna end up winning anyway. So just make fun of him while you can, I guess, you know. Mm, I see, I see. <laughs> you did you guys cover like the whole documentary about Basie? Uh, uh we talked about it slightly. Yeah, we, we talked about it slightly. What no, no, but we didn't we didn't go in on it because I think I was the only one who watched it. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean it's it. It's yeah, I have to watch it. No, I, I watched, watched it. The that's what I'm saying. Because I feel like isn't it the same video that's See, yeah, out? you isn't didn't watch it, and then and then Mike hadn't heard about it or something. So we tried to talk about it one time, but I was the only person who seen it. I thought it was <laughs> a, it was a dope. I, yeah, I couldn't you, watch the whole thing. You were saying you saw the whole thing. It, Why couldn't you watch it? Uh, well, I mean, I, when I opened the beginning, I was like, "This is the beginning of the same video writer put out." Isn't it the same video? Or is it not full? It's so, oh well, it's it's very it's. A writer seems to be very much a part of it, but I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's the same. It's an hour documentary yeah. about the whole about it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so is the nigga alive so, or what? Who writer rips? Is he alive? Nah. The uh, are we talking about the the crypto nigga documentary that stole the bread? No, we're no. talking about. Oh, oh. No, ba- basically, boarding yacht club being a new Nazi. Oh, movie. the Nazi, the Nazi documentary. No, I haven't yeah. seen that one. You haven't seen it. Oh, okay. no, but I've <laughs> seen so many videos from Ryder over the last six months, and I know Polly. Like I know Polly. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of it's interesting to watch this shit go down from a distance, and then he comes they, into like a Telegram and just like asking my friends, I gotta for, expl- asking us for information I, and shit. I gotta explain to people like who these characters are because they don't know i barely know but i know from just like again kind of loosely loosely surveying the nft space yeah rider rips and they're fake the guy and they're fake uh board ape shit and all that hello listener guess who's back it's me anthony mays your favorite butcher turned podcast producer and i'm here to talk to you about butcher box ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum-sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. 
You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Well, I, the reason why, you know, when you mention like blue chip projects and you put Basie out there, I mean, you uh, Basie has been a blue chip project and you talked about like, uh crypto punks being bought by you know bought by out by basie or yuga labs mm. but to me um I, I don't know if that's a good um i'm interested to see if black people care if there's enough black people in this space to really decrease the value of basie because in the documentary it's pretty I mean, you don't really have to even look at the documentary. I, I never took this. I realized I never took the time to look through their collection, but it's very yeah. apparent that mm -hmm. the collection is like racist, right? It has a mm -hmm. lot of racist tropes. Is uh even like the hats, they they just they just spell it out for you. Like the hats oh. um that some of the apes are wearing are from like colonizer hats that you yeah, know. Yeah, the safari, uh, you know, the safari yeah, looking shit. I yes, that too. Yes. They're like Nazi hats, Prussia hats, um, you know, and and go on and so forth. So it's it's like once they just put everything together, the history, the photos of the slave masters wearing those the outfits, the hats, all that. It's just it's, it's just obviously very racist, and right. um, and it seems like yeah, they're trying to say like it's some you know these are a group of nerdy white guys who are losers but like want like to be like racist exactly like and they're like trolling they're like trolling everyone yeah. and like making this like the biggest project ever while making this uh, undercover like racist black joke you right. know what i mean and it's and they're like making sure black uh, basketball players are all repping them are repping it, exactly i've been saying this since the podcast started like it <laughs> it looks like it all was obvious before like those guys on twitter were like making their tirade I always yes. felt weird about it. Like when it was yes. minting, like a year ago, it was out a year ago. I was like, whatever, these things look fucking sus. I don't like mm -hmm. the way they look because of clicking through just like the floor, like when they were first out, it was like, there's a lot of weird Russian, Russian helmets and mm -hmm. I could see it. Yes. So you saw, to me, it was just like, I missed the opportunity. So I never took the time. It's like, fuck that project. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't, I'm not in on it. So I'm not really paying attention. Um, but yeah, I just think it's something to be said. And if I have a, a platform to talk about it, like I'm not, you know, like I'm not going to like 
you know, pumped them up. And so many people are invested in it. You know, Snoop just came out with a, uh, uh, not a commercial, a music video. video. Him and with Eminem. Eminem. Yeah. With, with them. That to us. Exactly. So it's like, you know, now they own the IP. So they, they're trying to blow up their, their ape and all of that kind of stuff. But. Someone just someone just started another one too. Uh, well, who was it? A lot of them get paid. Oh yeah. Well, Dame went on. He was being interviewed, and he was saying he talked about it. Like it just seemed. He said the same thing, and he didn't even know anything about it. Some other artists just the way I saw it. License theirs. I just saw it like days ago, and I was like, oh, got it. Yeah. So no, I was just gonna go ahead. Go ahead, Jason. No, I was just going to say, uh, yeah, a lot of people have been, like, using the IP for their own shit, like, already. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was in Vegas, this guy who owned a big-ass shoe store out there, I forgot what it was called, that he had a big-ass, like, basically statue of his ape, like, in the middle of his big-ass two-story, you know, consignment shoe store in, in the middle of Caesar's Palace, so, you know. yeah. Uh, is it is is basically too big to fail you know what i mean in a like in a t sense like there's right. too many popular people that have adopted it that like we I mean, you know yeah once you get steph curry you know there are a few people in like kind of popular society especially black society who kind of have that like not only are they not gonna fuck up but like people are gonna fuck with whatever they do you know at this mm-hmm. point you know it's like kendrick lamar Steph Curry, you know, there's a few guys that are like, you know, kind of in that little baby that are in that, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. no. Let's see if Snoop yeah. actually puts this as his PFP. I feel like he doesn't. That's the only NFT he doesn't really actually rep. Right. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is they also go into the documentary and talk about how, like, a lot of influencers, like Moonpay, was paying for them and gifting them to the influencers um and so like you know um so you know misrepresenting that that they really actually fuck with the project and um you know it's just more like an endorsement deal you know payday for for a lot of people a lot of Um, people yeah that's mm -hmm. like when uh antonio brown had his uh 100k discords i don't know if you remember that video but Mm. It was just kind of like, you know, everything we're talking about, people being paid to promote things, especially in the crypto space. Like we all know it's a part of oh, I remember what the space. <laughs> but I he he did it that. so poorly that it like takes the veil away. Oh, it just that's makes it look like player. Yeah, basketball yeah. player. Yeah. Football, football player. Football player. Oh, yeah, football player. He, he did like an ad. He's like, yo, like F was it? It was like in the middle of like a, a quick run by interview, and he's just like Go yeah. buy blah 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 coins. Hundred K in Discord. Hundred K to Discord. And if you know if you know what that means, that means that like that's like ninety five thousand bots probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, probably ninety eight thousand bots. Right. That's fun. Yeah. So, um, people are gonna push things. You know, that's a part of the space. If I had a project, I would want some famous people pushing my shit. You mm-hmm. know, like. I feel like that's what did a uh, world of women blew up, you know, when they started getting their celebrity, you know, representation, a lot of shit. Um, that's a big that's part of the space. That's how Clubhouse blew up. Right. Because so, the culture embraced yeah, it. The culture. <laughs> the Black people. Right. 
Niggas, because niggas got on there and started talking shit, and And then they started giving away too much sauce on there, and people started wondering why their ideas were getting, yeah, created before them, and people getting hemmed up or blah blah blah. That was interesting, because there was definitely people listening in on some of those rooms for for information. Lots of people (laughs) listening in, most Mm -hmm. definitely. And so, I get Discord is like kind of that version, right? I guess for crypto, because. Mm crypto people are half incels so they don't want to talk unless they're on twitter spaces that's the whole other thing is like every discord i've been in like everybody's like oh are you gonna do a twitter spaces like yeah (laughs) like why is the twitter spaces so it like your project isn't popping unless niggas are in twitter spaces i i it's so many twitter spaces going on and 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 I don't know. I don't know what is the obsession about Twitter spaces because it's like they, they copied it off of Clubhouse and then somebody invited me to a spot. Of, I don't know what it's called, but it's like a Spotify. Space. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, they got one. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, y'all, I can't keep up with all these. You know, it's too much. It's too much. We got to pick one, you know. Right. Right. Um, we at that. We at that stage. It's, it's three of the same reels tiktok everybody doing the same shit we got to pick one app for this look luckily twitter has never went away it's had staying power through all the different designs and everything like and yeah i actually i was following a lot of people on an nft space on twitter i had Mm -hmm. to start unfollowing a lot of them they have a lot of um yeah kind of racist opinions <laughs> mm, yeah uh, that i see from time to time so it's interesting when you when you start following more people and seeing different types of memes and shit like that um, oh i see you see who they really are yeah. it's so interesting i um uh i'm not really who do I want to say going to conferences? I've been going to a lot of conferences. Mm-hmm. And so you get to interact with the community in a different way. Right. You get to actually see all these people. Right. Um, but I have found like, um, so you, you see that, you know, you see that you see the type of people that you wouldn't necessarily hang with, but you, you have this, you know, like weird obsession <laughs> in common with it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yes. you're like, but Damn. like nothing else. But yeah, like, yeah. Nothing you're else. like nothing else. Nothing else. <laughs> Just this one thing. We both like this one thing. The rest is not matching. Yes, I cannot condone anything else. So that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even as I've gone to different conferences, I went to uh, uh, Bitcoin Miami. I went to um, uh, Consensus. I went to NFT um, NYC NFT. Mm-hmm. um i feel like oh i went to vcon um what do i want to say about that I've, I've i've actually it's been really great to find people of color in all of these spaces That's and dope. um and there's more of us there's a lot of us and we are building creating really cool things creating really cool like developing things uh entity projects DAOs. um so we out here so you know, so we out here, we're 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 you know we're infiltrating, we're infiltrating the space, um, and so that's just like good to see, and it's in it, and it feels comforting sometimes when you can be in those uncomfortable spaces with people who, 
don't really fuck with you. You know, that just made <laughs> me think of, that made me think of, I met a, I met a, a Ethereum maxi. Yeah. And I was like, oh, if we were at a lunch or something, I was yeah. just like, I haven't met anyone like you before. Yeah. Like, I like, nice to meet you. <laughs> and he, like, he was so like rude he was like not oh, right, you know right, like right, he was like right. really rude and right. and i was just like oh shit like okay i thought you know so because sometimes you get caught up in the vibes of this community and right, all that right. and i was like oh yeah let me like get back to the real world yeah what i realized <laughs> is that most of the people in the space don't really have social skills like that like mm. for, by and large you know because it's mostly nerdy people who figured out how to sign up for a metamask wallet like that takes mm-hmm. a certain amount of, you know. I like, mean, a lot of these people <laughs> have just been on 4chan. Yeah. Like that's half of the stuff that you're seeing on Twitter are these kids who are on 4chan or whatever. Anybody uh, willing to type in a C phrase is a different, has a different All type right, of brand. Right? Okay. All right. Relax. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah yo, I yo, think yo, so. I, yeah, no, no, no. You I can't think be a lot cutting of... the actual like security no, of saying. blockchains. That's just no, it, that's a, not where a, most people are. It's just a high I'm just being honest of, of school shooter type vibes. I'm, it's a high concentration of that in general. <laughs> and uh, you know what? What I when you were saying that about the conferences, I noticed recently, like the last few months, months that a lot of people that I'm following are black, and I couldn't tell until like maybe it's uh, in a group chat or mm. or talked or like like follow like talking in the twitter group chats which is like a new thing mm-hmm. and uh i feel like it's a lot of people are, might be hiding themselves or hiding their you know their identity which is mm-hmm. fine but also feel like it kind of sucks if everyone's trying to be you know homogenous and then a lot of our projects are not a lot of us aren't represented in our projects which makes it harder you know people aren't going to put their pfp as a black thing a black character or avatar mm-hmm. because they can't even it's hard for them to get them first off or mm. they don't have the provenance they don't want to be looked a certain way because all of the black nfts aren't really doing the same numbers yeah they're not you know, mm-hmm. other pfps so it's interesting uh i just had that weird little thought there's a yeah. project I, I just learned about akitars i was talking about in the last episode yeah dude that shit is Yay. super cool i'm i'm definitely buying that when i get uh I get some more welcome welcome that was my first in a team Micah really? Johnson's Aku chapter two yeah. yes That's so that was cool. last April um so I really you know the his mission is amazing he has a great team of people um he did a lot of stuff with Nifty Gateway but now he's like branched out and yeah. it has and he's doing really great things he's been at like every conference um but yeah welcome yeah, I didn't know. So I've been watching, uh, waiting, and uh, y'all got the same uh, same uh, PFP. No, no, no. I just I just learned about it, and I'm thinking about. No, I mean, next time I'm I can't, I'm solvent. I'm solvent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to get some of that liquidity that liquidity they liquidity uh, back. That, that, liquidity that, that, that is king. <laughs> I'm about to go <laughs> <And> right. <laughs> right. Be in the real king. world, getting some. Liquidity. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, Akutar, let me tell you, let me tell you if you're just finding out about that project. So first of all, that project is listed on my NFT cheat sheet. And um, you, find that? <laughs> you can find it at the link in my bag, but, um, you know, um, the, so he came out with, t- uh, 
a series of 10 NFTs on Nifty Gateway that were um, animated vignettes, right? Of um, the, the astronaut boy or astronaut teenager. Um, and basically the whole story behind astronaut is just that, you know, he had a cousin that asked him if, uh, if, if black boys could be astronauts. And so he decided he was gonna make a statement with this character. And so he's won a lot of different awards as like, you know, NFT of the year. And he's going to, his NFT is gonna be adapted into a film and all this amazing thing, all these amazing things. That's so dope. you can still go on um, Nifty Gateway probably, and maybe not just in Nifty Gateway, you might be able to find it on OpenSea as well. Um, and find some of those chapters for a good price, probably one of the later chapters. Um, and how he did that, um, how he did the minting was he just opened it up uh, for five minutes. So in that five minute time span, he minted as many people that were able to like click by on mm -hmm. an empty gateway website. So some of them are like, the supply is 700. Some of them are like the supply is 1800. Mm -hmm. um, and so you can still, they were all on sale for nine for USD. I mean, because Nifty Gateway allows you to pay at yeah, USD custody. or crypto. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, it was for 9.99 oh, um, nice. and they have all grown a lot. The chapter two one that I originally bought, I think it was uh, before the crash, it was going for about $10,000. Oh, nice. Um, which, you know, is it wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, if you had a chapter, uh, if you had a chapter, three of the chapters, you got uh, one, another, I think it was like chapter seven or eight airdropped to you. And that right. was the only way that you could get that. And then right. also after chapter 10, if you own one of the chapters, you got a airdropped pass to buy Akutar. Mm -hmm. And um, so uh, I got an airdrop pass by Aquatar, um, which I don't know. Do people? Maybe I shouldn't talk about numbers. No, you can I, I don't know. Yeah. We talk about numbers <laughs> all the time in here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so basically, the group chat was like, you know, ah, like they don't want to miss this airdrop. So one person sold it for a point seventy five e. The next person sold it for a 1.5. Because <laughs> <laughs> the pass was like, okay, you get an Akutar. You don't know if you're going to get the Puma one, the, whatever, all the different the, the different uh, collaborations that he um, that he partnered with. And um, I ended up selling it for um, uh, for three ETH. Oh, that's killer. So that was that was a win. That was a huge win for me. Um, but I obviously didn't get Akutar, but it was great timing because yeah. what ended up happening was I forget this guy's name, but he's a well-known hacker. Um, apparently he told the Akutar team, he told Micah's team that there was something wrong with the smart contract. And um basically his tech people didn't listen to this hacker. And then the hacker basically decided to exploit the smart contract on the day of the drop. So, you know, basically, if you didn't sell your pass, whoever had to pass um, was able to then, um, you know, mint to Akutar. And basically, something somehow 
the, the funds were locked into the smart contract. So no one was, people bought their Aquitars, but they weren't actually showing up in their wallets. And um, they were trying to, you know, troubleshoot that until they had to like, okay, actually reach out to the hacker um, and say, I'm sorry, there is something wrong with our smart contract. We should listen to you. And basically Damn. by the time, so that was on a Friday, and by Sunday, they finally got it sorted out. But yeah. the price of the Aquatar yeah. dropped all the way down to one E. Mm. So it went from basically three E to one E at that time. Three right. E on uh, one E was around three thousand right, dollars. So right. that was a huge drop. Huge. And um, and you know he was apologizing everywhere, but it was yeah. just like someone who who has executed executed ten NFT drops. You know what I mean? does their own drop, you know, somebody on their team drops the ball. Of course they have to take, you know, the fall for it. Um, yeah. But it's just like, you know, like there's because always was, something. Yeah. With open source. Yeah. There's always something in there. It is always a little, some, especially on your first thing you can't predict, but it's funny that happened. Like a friend of, like we made some shit coins, a friend of mine made a shit coin and I had to like help mod his telegram. And it like he made one and then there was like a series. And the third one was like an airdrop to everyone. It was free. And that was the one that got fucked up. That was the one that was like the free one that everyone started buying up and putting all their money in was the one that broke after the first two successful launches that kind of just flopped. And it's, it's always something weird when you start making your own smart contracts or, you know, forking stuff. Yeah, y'all yeah. getting in some real deep DeFi activity over there. <laughs> but i feel i feel it that's how that's how you gotta you know level up and really have your understanding of what's going on like them call having to call a hacker is crazy <laughs> like you know yeah. that that's, but I, but that's that's a part of that's a part of the, the scenario in the situation like if you get compromised that's all you can do and it's just well like, they have to call the hacker basically that that told them Right. that there was an exploit right like this yes. is what's what's the hole in your system is mm -hmm. yeah for sure well mm -hmm. crypto won't happen again that's for sure right that shit will never happen for his next drop it's not <laughs> happening again <laughs> He's well, learned. crypto bay j i want to thank you for coming on the pod um i love oh, to have you, you for having me i love to have you back i love to have you back when mike is on i love to have you when we come and do the studio podcast which is coming soon um get a get a black women's perspective on the nft game on the crypto space you yeah. know what you're talking about you know um we would love to have you back i would love yes. to be back thank you for having me guys um uh and i'm excited to hear what you guys have coming up uh it sounds like y'all are up upgrading your game with yeah this, uh with with these podcast moves, yep. so I'm excited. Janelle, do y'all do Twitter Spaces? <laughs> nah, we haven't we haven't done Twitter Spaces. We well, got we probably should. Dude, we probably should do a Twitter Spaces. Should. We might do a Twitter Spaces uh, this weekend. You can co-host it. You can be yeah, our, yeah, you yeah. Can be our moderator. You can do yeah. Yeah, we'll figure out the we'll, we'll figure out the Twitter Spaces for Crypto Bros, um, for Crypto Bay J, Chris Epps. I'm Jason Madison. And we'll see y'all next week. Peace.